This is a homo's modern life production. Into every generation a slayer is born. Seven, seven pages. Seven That's pages crazy. of notes. But then, like this, I wrote, you know, well, yeah, really largely for emphasis for myself. Yeah. Or like this, where I just spelt Y with twelve Ys. Um, you know, that's <laughs> just this is how I write. This is sure. this is what I do. Yep. But hi, I'm Andy, and I'm Tyler, and this is Slay Queen Slay, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer Watchcast. I don't think we've we ever discussed that intro, but no, we just started I doing it that. one day, and it just <laughs> is now the same. Like sometimes you start, and I'm like, I forget what I'm gonna say, and then you get to your part, and I'm like, a Buffy. Oh yeah, a Buffy. There it is. I yeah. love this for us. So um, in sync, so in tune. We're back from out of space every time. <laughs> um, so. I was about to. I don't know. If you want to hear about our lives, go listen to our other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this we're here for we're business. here for Buffy. We're here to recap. Mm-hmm. We're talking about season one, episode seven, Angel. Should I give a quick synopsis? Uh, please, I would love it if you did. Okay, so this episode really—if you've ever read um, any Daniel Steele novel—that's this episode. Honestly, mm-hmm. that's it. Or Anne Rice. Yeah, that's too specific. Really, it's like if you've ever gone to the store and seen like. A hunky man on the cover with a dainty woman, and the book is like a on one dollar special. He's wearing like a white shirt that's completely unbuttoned, and, mm-hmm. and there's like moonlight. Oil, he's, his chest is all like oiled up. Mm-hmm. There's like moonlight in the background, and there's romance in their eyes. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. Harlequin romance novel. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. So uh, I'll read a official mm-hmm. Hulu read like synopsis. Mm-hmm. Description: A moment of passion turns to terror as Buffy discovers Angel's true identity <gasps> and learns about the gypsy curse that has haunted him for almost a hundred years. Never trust a gypsy. Actually, do they're very nice people. <laughs> I want to tread lightly around the word gypsy. Is it a bad term now? Yeah. Is it really? I mean, it's complicated. Okay. It can be used very much as a slur. Oh, because really, I think gypsies are the coolest. Like, I think of the girl from, like, Hunchback and Notre Dame and, like, sure. like jingly jangly, like, dancey, sexy, fun, nomadic <laughs> lifestyle. Like, in those, like, caravans. Like, oh my, I would live that life. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, uh, it's touchy. Okay. But, well. But in this case, we're talking about, you know, the fictionalized version of gypsies that are, you know, cursing people and doing magic. Mm-hmm. Whether that's damaging or not. It's the nineties. Uh, it was the nineties. That's the thing, is this all this sees all this this show, just remember, it was the nineties. It was the nineties. Um problematic, but fine. Um so we opened the episode with our very first recap. previously on. Yeah. Previously on, and they had to recap this is what I said. They had to remind us the whole vampire story they basically ignored. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So, hey, remember how we introduced this to you and then, like, tried to distract you with a bunch of different other monsters? We're back. Sure, sure, mm-hmm. sure. And then after the recap... The Slayer monologue is back. It's back! In a new place, but it's back. <laughs> like, <sighs> why? In every generation. In every generation. Um, yes. So we open up, and this kid is just, you know, chilling with the master... I wish we had more on this kid's backstory because he's so cool with the idea that he's like the chosen one. Well, I don't know if they like activated something in him that I maybe missed in the last episode to where he's like, now I'm an evil child. Yeah. And talking with a demon voice to where before he was like the innocent boy on the bus that's scared of the little devil man. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a demon in him now. Okay. I think he died and like resurrected as a demon. Oh, that makes more sense. I haven't seen him go vampire face, so... No, he's I don't think really he's a vampire. a vampire. No. Uh, yeah. Um, um, can I just say, because one of the first things we open up on, well, after that, after the master and everything, is the fumigation party at the bronze. Yeah. Well, you missed something that's very important to me. Oh. 
<laughs> I know what it is. Walking down the stairs <laughs> is the one, the only, incomparable, fantastical, dumb bitch Starla <laughs> here to ruin the day again. Yes. And then we jump into the fumigation party, which is... Um, Odd. <laughs> um, yes. I believe my note says, fumigation party, question mark, exclamation part. What the fuck? Why would you announce this? Why is this not a health code violation? Right. Well. Where is the law? <laughs> does anything about the bronze seem especially illegal to you? No. Because <laughs> I'm still not entirely convinced that they're drinking mocktails. Yeah. I really do feel like they're underage drinking. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Because not at, at any point are they like, can I get you a soda? It's like, can I get drink. you a drink? Yeah. But no, at this fun little party, you can trade in a cockroach for a drink. Mm-hmm. When I was reading the, um, you know, I, I like to do a little research. Mm-hmm. And one of the sections on the Wikifan page or whatever it is, uh, there's always a death count section mm-hmm. <laughs> in the first thing listed in the death count is one cockroach squashed by willow at rosenberg at the bronze <laughs> yeah they're like picking them up and putting them in jars and yes. like so weird so weird everyone's so into it again it's fun i love it it's quirky and funny oh let me also back up to the master because we did also forget to mention that the slayer is a bit stronger than they had anticipated and so sure. they're gonna send the, the three, three. Which sounds really ominous, like it's going to be a really important part of this episode. Yep. It's not. It's not. <laughs> no. Well, it is. Kind of. But then it's not. It is. It is, and then it's not, and then it's, it's just more of a, it's a prop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they needed to put Buffy in danger somehow so that Angel could mm-hmm. swoop in and save her, like, yeah. tuxedo mask. Um, what did I say? Oh, I said they definitely softened up Willow. She definitely looks less lesbian, more smart 90s now. She's, okay, I have a huge problem with Willow in this episode. No, none of the scenes with Willow in this episode passed the Bechdel test. What is that? The Bechdel test? Yeah. You don't know about this? No. Okay, so it's a kind of way of, it's... It's not comprehensive. It's one kind of little thing, but it's a, a, a movie is said to pass the Bechdel test if two women who are main characters, I don't know that they have to be main, main characters. Anyway, the movie shows two women having a conversation about something other than a man. Oh, yeah, that definitely not a single point in this. Yeah. The only thing Willow was interested in talking about this entire episode was Angel. Or Xander. Or Xander. Because apparently that's still happening. Which, are we saying that he's a man? Huh. Um, Take that, Cretan. Cretan. King of Cretans. Yeah, he drops them a funny little line at Cordelia. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... Oh, you know. I think I wrote this down. Oh, yeah. I don't know what anyone's talking about. That oh. <laughs> the little laugh at the end gets me. Hold on. <laughs> I had it set wrong. He said it wrong, so we're going to do it I don't again. know what everyone's talking about. That outfit doesn't make you look like a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> he's such he's a so good. proud of he, himself. He's also dancing like he was on drugs. He, yeah. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. Well, the director was probably like, Xander, dance like a spaz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can do that. He was like, I, that, that's just how I normally dance. Yeah. Actually, they didn't give him any direction. They said, hey, just dance. Hey, we took you out the other night. Do that. Do that. Um, I said, Buffy is so in love with Angel. Um, Xander has the worst fucking dance moves. Um, and then also Cordelia says, get your oafishness off my $200 shoes. Yeah. I will give Cordelia that she is smarter than she lets on. She, she is. You're onto something. She is actually very smart. Yeah. Um, she is. Like, she's just a bitch. Right. Which, like, if you're that smart and that pretty, you deserve to be a bitch. <laughs> well, all she does in this episode is pop in at, like, two points to... Talk about fashion. Be privileged. Yeah. Um, <laughs> be like, ah, my $200 shoes. Uh, I also, my designer dress. Again, why is finding a cockroach so okay with these people? If I was at the Roundup <laughs> and picked up a cockroach, I would leave. <laughs> 
and I don't mean the man I bring home at night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, oh, Angel is there. Are we surprised? No. Did we expect it? Yes. 100%. I, I said he's skulking. Mm-hmm. He's skulking. She can feel him as she leaves. Right. She like looks, ugh. Her vampire senses are yeah. tingling. Mm-hmm. Tingling? <laughs> tink- I don't know. <laughs> She's tingling. That's That flood is happening. Um, and of course, Buffy chooses the scariest street to walk down. You know, I'm sure yeah. there are many routes to get home, but she chooses the scariest street to walk down, um, of course. Um, and then the three come up to her, and she goes... Oh, no. She goes, it's late. I'm tired. I don't have time for games. Yes. Show yourself. And then there's one, and she goes, and then all three of them, and she literally goes, I don't want to have to fight all of you. I've never seen a more depressed Buffy. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Can we do this another time? Yeah. Like, you have a choice. <laughs> but, that's the thing, is I really feel like she could have handled it. She really honestly could have. I feel like I've seen her handle more. Yeah. Um, but then Angel has to fly in and save the day. Right. Maybe he can sense that she's like over it. So it's more just like of a gesture, like carrying her grocery bags, you know? Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of stuff in this scene and the following scene that don't really make sense. Mm-hmm. Like Buffy not putting two and two together about how Angel's able to fight these super strong vampires that are able to like rip wrought iron off of a window. Like, mm-hmm. he is obviously super strong. Yeah, like what he's got. He, had, he has. He does not have mortal level strength. Do you he think is, he's another slayer? If that's the case, then why don't you take a step back, honey? Yeah. Like, what do you think he is? I guess <laughs> exactly. at this point, she just like accepts it for what it is. Yeah, it just she's, seems like she isn't really thinking. Mm-mm. So, um, but Angel comes in with the quip. What was it? Good dogs don't. Oh, yes. That's what he said. Yeah. Um, Here to save the day. And then next page of two of seven. Stabbed or slashed or whatever. Yeah, he gets slashed in the stomach. And I said, I'm slightly offended that he doesn't think Buffy can defend herself. Yeah. Um, And then they run to Buffy's house and they go inside. Okay. Once again. Did I miss something? Problems with this. Yeah. So they run inside. Uh Uh-huh. It is established a couple of lines later that you have to have an invitation to enter, uh-huh. right? Did you hear her invite him in? No. Let's. I'll roll it back for you. There's, so they're running into the house. Uh-huh. The three are chasing them. Oh, she does say, come on. She says, get in, come on. But, but like, could you even hear that? No. It's almost like they realized afterwards that the, they were like, like, oh, we didn't invite oh, him in the house. <laughs> she has to invite him in. Uh, somebody loop in some audio. I guess, well, am I spoiling too much if I say what the gypsy curse is at this point? No, um, go for it. So if the gypsy curse is that he got a soul, does that automatically make him a little different? So I could mm. see where, like, if he has a soul, then he's obviously not bound to the same cause. Okay, Tyler. Wow. Um, I was going to say, he's not bound to the same cosmic laws as the rest of the oh, vampires. Wow. I love that. Um, I assume it'll right? Because the whole point is that the evil part can't cross your threshold. Yeah, but he's still evil. He still has a demon in him. Yeah. Maybe the soul, though. He has a demon and a soul inside of him, which is like, you know, the conflict, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then one of the three, you know, Buffy's like trying to beat him back and like close the door and he's reaching his hand in as if he's gonna be able to get in and get her yeah i feel like and if like, you can't get in then your hand shouldn't be able your to cross hand shouldn't be able to cross the threshold i have problems with this also i was thinking about this too like if vampires were real i don't feel like that kind of creature would be stopped by um a door like, I feel like you would need to, like, hex that kind of door at, at the bare minimum. Sure. Yeah, it's one of those things that you're like, this was... An old vampire situation that they've just tried to keep? No, I think it's a myth that they probably introduced in, like, once vampires started being, like, more of a pop culture media thing as, like, a way to... I don't know, it seems like a... A, a way to keep your kids inside? Yeah, or, like, just to allow people to be able to go home. Like, 
if vampires were able to just come into your house, then like they would be able to just go crazy and murder everybody like in the middle of the night. Yeah. And then that's not very good for story. So yeah. it's really like a story tool mm-hmm. <laughs> to not let them in. Uh, also, it doesn't have apparently have to be a very good invitation for them to be able to come in because obviously Buffy just yells, get in, come on. Mm-hmm. Later in the episode, Joyce asks Darla, would you like to come in? Or something like that, and apparently that's good enough. Yeah. Um, where was I? Uh, ba ba Oh, so oh. they get in the house. Yes. She and is, <laughs> she is in a doily over her bra. She's not even wearing a shirt at this point. What? When she changes to go to bed? No, just or... like in daily life. I don't. I feel like she had like four outfit changes in the course of this scene because like I don't remember this lace top that she has on, and it's not like cute lace where it's like kind of sheer. It is straight up just like open to her skin and showing her bra. Interesting. Um, and she's talking to Angel, and then her mom walks in. What? Oh, well, you missed a pivotal point. Oh. I'll go get some bandages. Just take your jacket and your shirt off. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, Buffy. Yeah, this is my note. I'll just... get some bandages. Get naked. I mean, take your shirt off. <laughs> Telling mm-hmm. men to strip. Mm-hmm. She knew what she was doing. She, uh, um, 100%. And we find out that Angel is tatted up. Yes, I wrote, how do we feel about this tattoo? Poor placement. It's I'm I'm getting very much Ben Affleck Phoenix vibes. Yeah, I don't even know what it was. Me either. Some kind of bird. Some kind of bird. I'm like, it would have made more sense if they were like angel wings or something. Yeah. Hold on. I'm something. gonna pull up a picture. For reference. Yes. Um But yeah. Mom does come home. Well, he's looking for that. Yes. Mom comes home. Joyce. Joyce. I forget her name all the time because she's barely in this fucking show. Um, okay. Oh, it's a bat. Oh. And then she didn't pick up on the sense that it's a vampire? It's a bat sitting on an A. For Anja Woman. <laughs> Anja Woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Interesting. A bat sitting on... You see, he's oh. kind of like, and he's kind of like looking over his shoulder almost. Yeah, it's like the old, old, old school bat. Interesting. Yeah, you know how they used to make bats? Uh huh. Back in the day. I love that other people have gone and gotten this tattoo in the like exact same shitty placement. Well, of course they did. Like, why there? Like, why didn't he put it on his shoulder? Or like, it's so strange. It's a very random placement. That's the thing. If there had been two, then it would have been like wing placement, but it's only one. Um, mom comes home and she's like, she tries to fake the fact that he, that he leaves. She's like, thanks. Oh, yeah. She goes, we'll hook up later. <laughs> like that thing where you just like stomp your feet uh-huh. like we're walking away now. And then she pulls him up into her room. Yes. Where. Well, OK. Uh, Joyce is not being a very good parent. No. You come home, your daughter is hanging out with an older man, obviously older man, and she's like, oh yeah, he's a student at college. He's tutoring me. On history. And she's like, okay, well, it's time for him to go home now. Uh It's like, Joyce. And then she just goes, she's like, okay, say goodbye. And then Joyce just goes upstairs before he even leaves the house. Joyce, what... Kick the man out. Watch him leave. Maybe she's just trying to get her, like, out of the house. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, let's pass this off to a man so she don't have to deal with it anymore. Joyce can go out there and be wild. What do you think she is all the time? At the gallery. Mm. Did you hear her say it's so much work? At the gallery, quote unquote, air quotes. Mm. I want to open a Art gallery, but also like cafe hangout space. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's just, just called for, a restaurant. Just for women. Oh. And it's going to be called the gallery. Like I love gal. That. that means you can't be ever in it, though. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, so she sneaks him up to his room. Yeah, her room. Her room. And she's like, why don't you... Her favorite thing to do is bring a boy into her room and tell him to turn around around while she she changes clothes. And somehow in this changing of clothes, she 
gets all of her makeup off. She gets her hair combed out of the little updo <laughs> it was in into a perfect, like, Jennifer Aniston sexy blowout situation. In, like, 10 seconds. In, like, 10 seconds and turns around. It's like, oh. Like, literally, her face has an entirely different makeup look on it. Yeah. Entirely different. <laughs> and she's uh, asking some good questions, mm-hmm. trying to dig into his, you know, mm-hmm. who is Angel? What's his mm-hmm. story? Um, and then they're back in the library for a minute. What? Do you? No, you're, I'm right. Yeah. Well, do you remember when she tried to ask him a probing personal question and he deflected it by saying, you even look pretty when you're going to sleep. No, I was too distracted with him flirting with her to even know what she'd asked. I was more focused on him. Yeah. To be totally honest. Because, like, I just wanted him to fuck me. I mean... <laughs> What? I was really into the show. <laughs> I mean, is there anything that would make you hornier than going to bed and like the guy that you want to bone is sleeping on the floor right next to you? I would be quietly flicking my bean. <laughs> like, that would make me so horny. Mm-hmm. Can't breathe all night long. Hey. Hey. You up? Yeah. Um, so this is like a teenage wet dream. Mm-hmm. Well, but, so we take a break from them, the tension in the bedroom. Yes. Um, and then we go back to the library. The gang's all hanging out. Yeah. Um, and of course, Xander is upset when he sure. finds out mm-hmm. that he stayed there. Um, Willow is basically like, oh my God, girl, did he penetrate you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Willa oh. wants to. She wants to hear about the dirty, dirty details. Yeah. Uh, and Buffy's like, "We were good." She's like, "So what are we talking about? Like lengthwise, girthwise, mm-hmm. curved up, curved down, straight ahead, motion of the ocean, curve to the left, slide mm-hmm. to the right. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Were you on top? Um, Condom, raw dog, mm-hmm. in a hot dog, in a bun. Is, Buff- is Buffy on birth control? Mm-hmm. I don't know. The- Does the Slayer need birth control? Do you think the Slayer's sterile? Otherwise, wouldn't there just be a line of Slayers? Well, like I said before, they, oh, they all, all die. die young. Okay. Yeah. Um, Giles is like, enough with this bullshit. Let's get back to business. Um, he's like, the Master wouldn't send the three for just anyone. <laughs> it's like she's the Slayer or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, Xander flies in trying to be that King of Cretans line again. Uh, Xander just flies in. For I am Xander, king of Cretans. May all lesser Cretans bow before me. Yeah. Xander's like, oh, come stay at my place. Like, come over. We'll tell, we'll tell Buffy, er, uh, we'll tell Angel to get out of town. You come sleep on my floor. You can sleep in my bed. We'll yeah. sleep together. I'll keep you safe. Okay. I'll penetrate you. <laughs> Another, just like, continuity error thing that I noticed I'm being picky, but because somebody makes a remark about like, wow, Giles, you just know everything. Like, how did you find out about the three? Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, when you spend, you know, midnight to 6 a.m. researching. Mm -hmm. And I was like, who who told him about this? Yeah. Who's texting you? Buffy got home, had her little chat with Angel and went straight to bed. I didn't see her like <laughs> call up Giles and be like, hey, could you do some research? Right. And then, so how did he even know that what, that anything was going on? Oh my God, I don't know. Um, and then also he has all this information that he just so happened to know now, but has been withholding all of this time. Or like, why did you do this research into Angel when he first popped up? Huh? Yeah. Huh? You know, when he, like, kind of jumped up on uh, Miss Buffy in the middle of nowhere and there's a strange man talking to your slayer. Isn't this your job as a watcher? Huh? 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 Yeah. Huh? You know? Sure. I love... I I have... He's problematic. He's Taylor Swift. Um, so we go back into the cavern. Yes. And the master is there. And he's like, the three have failed, so they're offering their lives to... Right. That. Which Giles said they would do. Which Giles said they would do. Um, and the master is teaching evil lessons to Colin. Aw. 
Mm-hmm. The, their relationship is odd. It really is, because it's like they're not really in control of each other, but they also do like take opportunities to like put each other down. Yeah. And both of them have like moments of temper tantrums where I feel like, uh-huh. and the other one's just like, no, 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 no. And they're both like teaching each other things. Mm-hmm. Like, how does this fucking kid know so much? It's very um, AJ and the Queen. Very, very much. <laughs> uh, and then dumb bitch Darla gets some screen time. Yes. Where she gets to gleefully kill the three. Yes. Striking a mark through the head. Mm -hmm. She doesn't wear like her tongue out. She's like, ah! (laughs) With the longest stake. Mm -hmm. She's so happy. Like, what was that? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Spear. Um, Then Giles and Buffy. Speaking of weapons. They're sparring again. Yeah. Well, Buffy finds her new favorite thing. Goodbye, stakes. Hello, flying fatality. Is that the... She's horny for the crossbow. Crossbow. I wondered. I was like, why? This actually makes less sense. What do you mean? She's a she's a hands-on combater, right? She likes to kick. She likes to punch. She right. likes to throw. Right. She likes to stab. Yeah. She likes to get into it, rip some necks off, you know? Sure. Bow and arrow is just, like, lazy. It's just, like, sitting here being like, vampire, boo, I'm done. Yeah. But, I mean, if you think about it, that is so much more efficient yeah. than having to get up close where the vampire can bite you. I guess. But she misses And arrows are stakes, so... Yeah, she just misses them. Um, she basically also... Then she starts doing, like, uh, Ninja Warrior with him or whatever. Right. Quarter stuff. Yeah, she starts sparring him. Basically, basically murders him. Yeah. Um, yeah, to poor Giles. Mm-hmm. That had to hurt. Um... I also noticed that Buffy wears a lot of periwinkle tops and black bottoms. Yes. That's classic mm-hmm. Buffy. Um, and for some some reason, she changes clothes to a white cocktail dress before she goes home in the evening. Um, this <laughs> well, is, this... you can't you can't have like the the big romantic and climactic moment of the episode without an outfit change. A good outfit. Mm-hmm. You can't do that in a periwinkle top and black pants. Nope, not at all. Um, so this is where I li- wrote a very long paragraph because as I was writing, more things were happening. Okay, and so I, you're just going to read it? I would like to just read it to you okay. in its full entirety because it is one train of thought. So this is after Buffy gets home and Angel is still there. Yeah, so... He's apparently been hiding in her room. <laughs> okay, yep. I'll just let you go. Here we go, just let me go. I go, she changed into a cocktail dress... Uh, Wait, no, I can't read it. Oh, no, it's unfortunate oh, when here you we can't go. read your own handwriting. Because I was writing so fast. She changes to her clothes into a cocktail dress before she goes home to Angel in her bedroom all day where she thinks he read her diary and she does not play it cool. But no fear, <laughs> Angel wants to kiss her, but he's a quote-unquote older man. But she's like, Daddy, I don't care, and goes <laughs> for it. And he... And her... As her basement floods, mm. um, but then... Boom, he goes full vampire on Buffy. Buffy screams bloody murder, and her mom walks in. It's like, oh my god, what the fuck? And Buffy's like, it's nothing. <laughs> and then Angel goes out the window. That's and then, pretty much how it went. And then I drew, drew an eye roll. Why? I don't know. It was just a lot. It was just a very... What? I don't know. I was like, bro, you don't see this coming. You well, didn't know this coming? it is dumb she didn't see it coming. But also, like... So what if he went vampire? You know what? Like, just keep going for it. Uh, it's very Edward Cullen. So, I thought it was like, I mean, that's a pretty good, like, first kiss moment that they were having. Like. It did prevent them from penetrating, I will say that. Yeah. Because that's where that was going. Yeah, which is. Fine. Can be a, well. Think of their super babies. Sure. Half, I don't know if he's fertile. Half Slayer, half... So, from what I've seen of other vampire movies, it's the women that can't be fertile because they can't grow. But men are still shooting. Yeah. Twilight. Mm-hmm. Demon baby. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought it was just... It was a good first kiss. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it. And then, yeah, it got ruined, but... You're welcome. Uh, Xander's not happy to hear No, we this. go back to school. You're in love with a vampire? What, are you out of your mind? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Angel's a vampire. Vampires can be good. Giles says no. He's a demon at the core. Um, Xander basically tells Buffy that he sucks and she should kill him. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Giles is like, mm, he's not wrong. And then he's like, Buffy, you can't be in love with a vampire just as Cordelia walks by. Yes. And she's like, what? Oh, I mean, he's an umpire. umpire. Um, and she was not even talking about no. that. Um, and then Cordelia attacks this girl for wearing the same, quote, ugly dress. Uh, that is a, quote, one-of-a-kind Todd Ullman, who is a real person. Okay. I looked him up. Is that a dress that he made? I could not find that fucking dress. <laughs> you I tried think so hard. They do, they, uh, they very do much match his style, so it could be, huh. but I could not find that dress. I even, like, I felt like if I Googled Buffy Todd Ullman dress, now that I knew both of them exist, someone yeah. would have linked it up already. Right. But no. But do you know who he did a lot of designs for? Who? Fran Drescher and the Nanny. Oh, I see that. The color palettes. Lots of bright. Uh, he said, um, uh, is a real person. He's known for lighthearted fashion. He dresses the nanny Fran a lot. However, I could not find this dress anywhere. I think they're both technically knockoffs. Because I found dresses very similar to it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, if you're... But it also does seem like Todd Ullman has made some of the dresses for Buffy. So it is quite likely that it was a two-of-a-kind dress. Yeah. Just made for those two moments. Or, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure they had lots of double costumes laying around because they do a lot of stunt double work. Mm -hmm. And so maybe this was just one that, like, they were going to have Buffy wear and then they decided to have Cordelia wear it. Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, we have an extra. Yeah. You can see where Cordelia, this has been tailored to fit her body, actually. Yeah. It's some weird fashion moments because like, you can see the pattern line up mm -hmm. differently because it's actually really good pattern matching up until, like, the hips. Yeah. For the other girl, actually. Well, the other girls does not fit. Mm -mm. Um, my favorite thing is she goes, uh, I was like, it's quite obviously the exact same dress. It's definitely not a knockoff of the other dress. She goes, this is what happens when you sign these free trade agreements. Getting political. Mm-hmm. Um, my next page. Um, and then we jump into Angel. And Darla. Angel and Darla. Angel enters his garden apartment. Yes. A.K.A. a basement. Yeah. Or a bunker. With a window. With a window. That makes it a garden mm -hmm. level. Um, dumb bitch Darla is there waiting for him. <laughs> In her little schoolgirl outfit. Apparently she used to be into kimonos. Apparently. Um, apparently they have a past. Yes, we find out that they have like, known each other for a while. I don't feel like this was the original plan for Darla and Angel. No? No. Why not? I don't know. I just feel like they just made it up for this episode. Yeah, it kind of seems like they would have maybe run into each other in the first episode. Because mm -hmm. they were both in it. Yeah. But they never interacted. Yeah. It does explain why he couldn't go down there and all that in the beginning. Um, Angel isn't one of those vamps, but he's one of those people. And he's trying to be more Edward Cullen route and curb the cravings. Right. Um... Darla mentions the curse, quote-unquote. Yes. Tell her about the curse. The curse. Um, Which I don't know why Darla would want him to tell her about the curse. Yeah, that humanizes she, him. You're right, exactly. She seemed so giddy of like, That's ooh, ruin this everything. dirt. Yeah, this dirt that no, you know, if you're going to have to spill. It's like, no, that's actually A reason good for, for him. Buffy not to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. So, don't. Uh, get it together, Darla. Then we go back to Giles in the library, Yeesh. Um, where they're talking about all this information about Angel, um, where he had an angelic face. Angelus, the one with the angelic face. Mm -hmm. Got that right. They got that nah, right. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> um, how, how big do you think David Borealianus' ego was after? Oh, I thought you episode? were going to. How big his dick was? Yeah. <laughs> Is there video? Does he have know. nudes? Oh, I don't know. He's Googling now. Um, but they find out that he's 240 years old. He actually was an angel, I think. What? Was he an angel? No. Oh. Um, oh. Why? David Boreana settles absurd penis flashing lawsuit. I love this. Other photos. Um, 
again here, why does Giles have all this random info on uh, Angel that he's never seemed to offer up before? Yeah. Well, he had to do some research. He and didn't overnight. He assumed that Angel was a human before, and therefore, not a there threat. would not be. Yeah, two hundred and forty years of <laughs> research on him. Rampage. Um, apparently, but he's, he's a vicious been creature. Fairly quiet for the past eighty years, mm -hmm. but he was real bad before that, back in Ireland. Mm -hmm. So, um, Darla. We go back to Darla, and she is one jealous bitch. Um. Yes. One jealous bitch. She's she worst. wants so her goal is to make she's talking to the master and her goal is that she wants Buffy she wants Angel to kill Buffy to bring him back into the fold. Right. Of everything because Angel used to be the most vicious according to the master. She wants Angel to basically kill Buffy in self defense. So she wants right. She wants to Buffy. Get Buffy she wants mad. to yeah. She wants to fake out Buffy to fake out Angel into like setting up this whole master plan. Which like mad respect, dumb bitch, Darla. Mad respect. Yeah, that is a real plan. She was well, thinking about this. And if you can, yeah, if you can manage to pit them against each other, honestly, either whoever wins, Darla wins. Yeah, because if Buffy dies, cool. If well, I guess it's not that great for her if Angel no. dies. The whole part, she wants Angel. She wants yeah. She wants to be penetrated, but not through the heart with a stake. In her, she wants him in her dead sea. <laughs> Salty. Mm. Um, I assume, I don't know what they're like. Uh, and then we're back to Buffy and Willow talking about boys. Talking about boys. They, first they were studying, and then... Uh, Oh. Buffy's like, oh my god, I don't want to talk about it. But I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I can't do this. Like, shut up, girl. Take off Angel's jacket. <laughs> Put it in the closet. Mm. Burn it. But they're talking about some very practical aspects of, you know, penetration. Dating a vampire. Mm -hmm. He's never going to age. She's yeah. going to get old. Yeah. He's going to stay young and handsome forever. What, is, what about you? You're going to get old and gross. What about your babies? Saggy titties. Mm -hmm. And then all this time, spooping through a window is dumb bitch Darla. Yeah, she's just like hiding behind a bookshelf. She's like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what's going on? Mm -hmm. um, As if there was some important information in this conversation that she yeah, didn't already know. Yeah, she's I don't... just spying on him. She's just, I mean, she does use the information she does learn in that study session to break into her house. Speaking of. Oh, that's true. We go back to Buffy's home. Yeah, because then she drops the whole, oh, Willow's the Civil War expert. Mm -hmm. I'm more of the Revolutionary War or whatever. My family was kind of around. Around. Um, and her mom's there doing her taxes. Drinking coffee at night. Mm -hmm. I said tea. It was, wasn't it in a coffee pot? I think it was coffee. Okay. Well, we'll leave that up to the listeners to decide. Um... <laughs> If you think I'm right, Venmo me $5. If you think I'm wrong, Venmo me 10 Perfect. Um, she hears an urgent, uh-oh, something's gonna happen. Yeah, there's like a little jump scare moment where, you know, Joyce hears something outside, so she goes to check the back door. And she walks by, Darla's vampire face is there in the window. Very Parasite. Um, which have you seen Parasite? There's this one moment where someone's coming up. I'm not going to do anything, but they're coming up a set of stairs, and it has a very Japanese horror lighting on it. Mm. So it's just like darkness and like a white face, like ah, you know, mm. scary. Yeah, but mm -hmm. then you know, Darla runs around to the front door and puts on her best little schoolgirl mm -hmm. attitude. Like, oh, I'm a friend of Buffy and her study. And then her mom's like, come on in. And then I also have a note. Well, I feel like Buffy needs to have a sit-down conversation with her mom about, <laughs> you know, what's going on in her life. Right. Because, like, if her best friends know, uh, aren't you worried about your mom's safety? Like, maybe your mom would be a little safer and maybe not answer the door at night. Maybe not let people into their house. Like, you know, yeah. just basic things yeah. you know day-to-day -day life 
that she would maybe adapt to make herself a little safer the same way Willow and Xander have that opportunity. <laughs> yes. You know? So It would be good for Joyce, but unfortunately... No, Joyce is living in oblivion. Yep. Uh, oblivion? Uh, am I saying that wrong? Uh, maybe. Oblivion is destruction. Isn't it also like being oblivious to something? I don't know if... Is oblivious not a word? I don't know if you can change oblivious to oblivion. I'm looking it up. I want to be right. Oblivion. <laughs> definition. Living in oblivion. The state of being... Un- the first definition is the state of being aware or unconscious of what's happening. Oh. Um, second is amnesty or a pardon. The more you uh, The third is extinction. extinction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently it's gotten less popular over time for the word's usage. Hmm. Um, yeah, anyways. Uh, Darla needs a snack. Yeah. She's like, what do you want, honey? Something you want some, small? Something, something small? big? Yeah. Something big. Uh-huh. And then she goes vampire. And, like, oh, I don't like the face that Andy just made right there. Um, you- and then, so I actually watched, I watched this on my Hulu with commercials. So, which I think actually works better because that's oh, how this yeah. show was designed. So then, like, then I get to, the, like, the, like, cliffhanger and I have to wait for it to come back. <laughs> Because, like, sometimes I watch here, like, I notice, like, how they used to plan it. They basically would do, like, about five seconds of the same part on both ends of the commercial breaks. Right. So, like, now I get, like, the commercial break aspect of it. But I was, like, and then she, like, goes into Attack Mom and commercial break. And then I just wrote a big note during that commercial that says, fucking dumb bitch Darla. Buffy um, Buffy sends, oh, 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 I missed something here. I missed something. Before the commercial break, I'm sorry. Before the commercial break, Angel is creeping around. Yeah. Here's her mom's scream. Because uh-huh. I don't know why Angel's there. I missed that. Mm, probably just to talk right. things out yeah. with Buffy, I guess. Um, breaks in on Darla feeding on mom. Yeah. And then tries to make it seem like Angel by, like, throwing... Yeah, she just throws, throws Joyce at him. And he's like... Oh, it's kind of like when you take an addict and you put drugs in front of their mouth and they're like, yeah. like, I don't want to do this, but also like my body's like drooling for it. So yeah. like I get it. I'm sure he hasn't had like, well, he hasn't fresh had fresh blood. He hasn't had blood fresh out the vein and try the deer situation decades. like they were doing in Twilight. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not the same. No. Um, and then they do the commercial break. And then when we come back in. It's just Buffy sending Angel through a window. Yeah. Like, boom! And then doesn't explain, like, the window or anything. Yeah, like, how is her... That's the thing, is, like, how is she going to explain the big-ass busted bay window with the excuse that they cocked up for, like, how her mom got damaged? I guess I fell on a barbecue fork. And also, I threw a child through the window. Your friend <laughs> must have left the through the window. Um... But yeah, basically the doctor's like, I don't know what happened. I guess I just fell. And it looks like I fell on a barbecue fork. Do we have we a barbecue have, fork? Oh, no barbecue uh, Why fork. is the librarian in my hospital room? What's going on? I love pain pills. That's what I wrote. Oh. She is drugged up. Is yeah, this? she's a little drugged up. What's going on? Oh, I just cut myself on my notes. Paper cut? Mm-hmm. That sucks. Um, blood. I'm going to put it on the page. <gasps> <laughs> um, Xander's shirt looks like the wallpaper in my grandmother's apartment. Here. It's a it's a bad shirt. It's a, all of his shirts are bad. Well, he actually true. started off okay. Somehow they made him worse, and then Willow a little better. Mm. Like Willow is your classic urban outfitters girl. This like current, uh. like chokers, ribbed high top, high necks. Like if she wore more crop tops, she would be so on trend for right now. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. We're back with Darla and Angel. Okay, Buffy made a comment uh, in the hallway at the hospital where she's all upset with herself for letting this happen. She says, and she says specifically, like, you know, he's a vampire. I shouldn't have let him in. I invited him into my home after I knew what he was. What? No, you didn't. You invited him into your home before you knew what he was. Also, I would also like to point out this. Does he only need one invitation for constant entry or an invitation every time? 
No. It's one one invitation, and you can enter that house whenever you want. Okay. So you just jump in. Yeah. She also didn't know until later. Yeah. And he came in without her. She wasn't there when he... Yeah. I was like, um... Um, okay. yeah. So we're back with Darla and Angel. And she's playing the little devil on her shoulder. She's psyching him up for the yeah. fight. She hunting you. Kill her first. Um, and then we go into Buffy practicing our crossbow. You missed the little BDSM moment. <laughs> Darla likes it rough. Mm-hmm. Oh, because he yeah. like pins her up against yeah, the wall. She, Darla goes, "You're hurting. You're gonna hurt her. That's good." And then she's like, "He throws her up the wall. She's like, you 'You're hurting me. That's good too.' I love <laughs> dumb bitch Darla. <laughs> um, and then we we this is a lot of quick flashes. Then we flash over to the hospital where Buffy's mom tells him about Darla and Willow, and he's like, "Who the fuck's Darla?" Yeah, Giles is mm-hmm. like, "Wait, who?" Huh? And then we all Buffy sudden, doesn't have other friends. I then, don't know what you're talking about. And then for some reason, we choose the fumigated bronze for this fight scene. Yeah. Because well, they can't go anywhere else. That was the whole purpose of the fumigation party bit, is they were like, well, we need somewhere for this fight to happen. Uh-huh. We only have limited sets. The bronze is there. Yeah. So how do we make the bronze be empty? I really want to know, do you, has anyone ever been to a fumigation party? No, I don't think that's a thing. Um, so Angel is at the bronze, and Buffy comes hunting for him. Her quips are a little less spirited. She's obviously in not a great You're mood. You're not an animal. Animals I like. Yeah, she's very depressed this episode. Well, yeah. Heartbreak. Heartbreak. It's not just for vampires yeah i don't know where to go with that because just imagine like you have this relationship that's been like teased out over seven episodes over weeks Mm -hmm. and then it finally like culminates into that perfect kiss Mm -hmm. and then to have it immediately just like ripped away Mm. so what i'm hearing is it's basically every love story since romeo and juliet sure Mm mm-hmm but He's a Montague, she's a Capulet, and they can't. I mean, yeah. Essential, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, Angel. Oh, so they're fighting. It's really a messy fight for she's Buffy. She's got the crossbow. It's not her best. She's. No. I'm like, this is um, messy, and it looks like a menstruational, but I know that's not it. Uh, oh. I don't know what I wrote here. Oh, non-monumental fight. Oh. Um, yeah. It's, I'm like, not sure why she chose the crossbow for this exact moment. Right. I'm like, let's get some of your signature kicks and a good steak stab. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Buffy. And she definitely has opportunities to shoot him. Yeah, and she doesn't take it. He even, like, opens it up. He's like, hey, take a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, Angel, yeah, Angel gets out of vampire mode and Buffy misses. And they have a really emotional time emotional moment where Buffy asks why why did you eat mama why you eat my mama <laughs> why you do that yeah and then he's like here's my backstory I've killed I everyone I love killed my entire family yeah I just ate them right up and then I ate a girl I should not have ate mm-hmm. and that's when the gypsies done cursed me by restoring his soul, by which making seems him a better like a person. good thing, mm-hmm. but it's actually bad because he's done so much bad so he's, in his afterlife. He's basically just woke now. Yeah, he's just a woke vampire, right? Mm-hmm. Which is why he hasn't been able to, you know, feed on humans for the past 90, 80, 90 years, whatever. Guilt, because mm-hmm. guilt, because mm-hmm. he feels bad about it. Angel is still a good boy, and she lays down her bow. And it's like, you bad boy daddy, you love me. Yeah, she and they're about offers to him her neck uh-huh. as like a little test. She's like, go ahead, take a bite. And doesn't do it. Doesn't. But don't worry. Dumb bitch Darla's here. And she brought two guns to a crossbow fight. Like, what the fuck? What the 
fuck? What the actual fuck was that? Like, that's not even fair. No. And also, vampires can have guns this whole time. Right? I feel like they definitely could have taken over the world if, like, a lot easier if they had mass weaponry. Right. She holds them really weird, too. She does a very, like, this is, like, machete kills like, yes, style. Yes, exactly. Like, firing them off like Also, these guns have unlimited bullets mm-hmm. because she shoots so much. Mm-hmm. And sparks are flying She's everywhere. She's wilding. It's insane. Um, what an insane scene. What an insane way to have to and And fight. then Buffy calls out her outfit and her fucking hair. She's like, at least it's not as bad as that outfit on top of that hair or something yeah. like that. And Darla's kind of trying to rub in the fact that she has a romantic past with Angel. This is just a jealous girl fight. And I love Buffy's reply. <laughs> she, like, does not care that they used to be a thing. She's like, you're around since Columbus. You're bound to pile up a few X's. <laughs> also, my note literally says, Darla has guns. What the fuck? This is an evolution. <laughs> yeah. This is like... Also, she's like the the... One of the oldest vampires we've met thus far. Mm-hmm. She's four hundred years old. Mm-hmm. Buffy, and she'd this is like she hasn't honed her fighting skills. She's just around resorted straight to guns. Yeah, Buffy gets her right in the lung, misses her heart, so she doesn't blow up. Um, Angel's basically useless at this point because he's shot. He won't die. He'll heal, but right. like he's still shot. Yeah. Um, this is basically a girl fight. There's like this a, is basically the Bachelorette. Yeah, Bachelor. Sure. Mm-hmm. There was like a strobe light moment, which I thought was I was like this Giles is so, turns on the strobes. This is so '90s. I don't know why. I feel like he was trying to help and turn on the lights or something, and he turns on the fucking strobes. I think he's just trying to make it harder for Buffy to like harder for Buffy to be hit. I guess because you know with the strobe, like it's like you're here one second, and you're there the next. I was like, is this for effect? Um, it's, it's a very 90s effect. And then Angel sneaks up and stabs Darla in the heart. And she done dusted. Yep. I would like to read this note that I wrote to Darla. <laughs> bye bye, Darla. You are not around long, but you made an impact. I will, for never, I will never forget you for your dumb bitch hair, your dumb bitch words, and just being a dumb bitch. <laughs> R.I.P. Season 1, Episode 1 to Season 1, Episode 7. <laughs> Amazing. That's what I, I did write that. You did? I'm going to put some nice music behind that moment. Oh. Like a little piano moment. Yeah. Um, the Masters, then then it goes back to the Master. Right. And he is pissed. He is very upset. He is throwing a full-out fucking temper tantrum. Yeah. Full out fucking temper tantrum in front of the, the little kid. Colin is like, she was a dumb bitch. We don't need her. Even Colin thinks she's a dumb bitch, Darla. Mm-hmm. He's like, I never liked her. She's weak. Um, this kid is speaking in demonic nightmare voice, too, which is Yeah, scary. the little echoey. At first, I thought it was like a different kid until I realized like, they were doing like a filter on his voice. Yes. Um, and then we're back at the bronze for... The post-fumigation party. Well... I feel like I would much rather attend the post-fumigation yes. party than the fumigation party. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now everyone gets to go in and pick up the dead bugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gross. Um, like, I feel like Angel... Oh, she's like, I feel like Angel is watching over me and Buffy's... Or, and uh, Willow's like, well, actually, it's because he's right over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... And basically, they're both like, this can't be a thing. We can't be in love. No, we We can't. We can't be together anymore. But then just like another perfect little kiss moment. Yeah. It's just so like, Mm -hmm. so sweet. In the moonlight. Um, There, this can't be a thing. Buffy plays the age card. Yeah. Well, get over it. I mean, in the state of California, I'm going to look up the statutory <laughs> age. But he's like, we just need to walk away. We need to walk away. And she's like, well, one of us has to start walking. <laughs> or we start lip locking. You know? Yeah. Um, and then I said, just fucking fuck already and make super slayer vamp kids. Can you imagine? This definitely is not the end. This is definitely not the end of Bungel. 
Bunjil. 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 Mm-hmm. Bunjil. I also wrote Bangle. That's way better. Bangle. But that's actually be Bangle. 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 Yeah. Not the other one sounds like bunghole. Bung- <laughs> bunghole. Bunghole. Oh, the age of consent in California is 18. Well, he's 240 at this point, so at a certain point, I'm assuming it just like resets. I think like past 90, right? So if we, what's what's 240 divided by 90? What? What's 240 divided by 90? Yeah, he's only like four years old. <laughs> Math. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, one small note that I forgot to drop in there: we learn Buffy's address when she calls the ambulance. We do. Yep, she lives at 1630 Ravello Drive. Let's go there. I want to... Sunnyside, California. Did you Google Map sunny, it? No. I'm going to Google Map it right now. Mm-hmm. Talk about something interesting. Um, well, Andy bought a book that he never showed me about that he thinks is irrelevant to everything we do. Hold on, I'm going to get it. Uh, I'm going to make a lot of noise when I do it. Uh, uh, oh, no. I can't get it. That's fine. What? It... Oh, no. I, I got it. I got it. Okay. Here we go. It is the Buffy the Vampire Slayer 20 Years of Slaying, A Watcher's Guide, Authorized. It is a beautiful, beautiful book um, that we have full of all sorts of things. Um, I feel like we should probably look look at this sometimes. Oh, every episode is in here. No. No, not every episode. This episode was... Um, oh, there's a nice nude, like, sexy picture of the two of them. Nude? It's not quote, nude. The quote of the week is Xander laying it out for Buffy after Angel's vampirism is revealed. Angel's a vampire, you're a slayer. I think it's obvious what you have to do. Not the best quote of the thing. Um, <laughs> also shows them kissing. Yep. Um, Buffy's bag of tricks. Giles trains Buffy in both quarterstaff and crossbow. She uses the ladder on Darla, piercing her in the stomach rather than the heart. Oh, stomach. Tries to use it on Angel. Oh, continuity. Oh, here's a fun fact. Angel's duster was from Hugo Boss and cost $1,000. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So Angel's got money. The next episode that we have is actually 12, so we won't need this book for a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... Did you like at the end where Buffy was wearing the cross that Angel gave her and then they kiss and it just like leaves a burn? No, I didn't even notice that. You didn't? After they kiss and she walks away, he's got a burn on his chest. Of the cross? From the cross. That's so funny. So he kissed her even though it hurt. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Isn't that romantic? Bungle. Bungle. (laughs) Bangle. 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 Bangel. Mm-hmm. So, if you think Bangel's the couple, dial number one now. If you think Zillow is <laughs> Zillow, <laughs> but with an X. Uh huh. Zillow with an X. Dial two. If you think uh, there's no way they go to another Bunder, Bander. Oh. Bander. Boom. Mm-hmm. Dial three. If you're in it for Wuffy, dial four. Ooh. <laughs> what about Biles? Biles! What about, uh, no, because Joyce and Giles is just Giles <laughs> with a J. Yeah. Or his first name is Rupert. Royce. Royce. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we get the Watcher and Buffy's mom together? Uh, Does that happen? Did I just ruin something? Uh, they're about the same age group. The the, the 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 thought is addressed at a point. Mm-hmm. Way later. Way later. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next episode. <gasps> so tune in next week Four. to hear our recap of season one, episode eight. I robot you, Jane. It's a famously bad episode. People hate it. Oh, no. You're probably going to love it. Oh. Maybe. Oh. We'll oh. see. Okay. Uh, but then I was looking at Is the... this one we need to watch together? Uh, sure. We can. Okay. But then I was looking at the next one after that is the puppet show, and that's probably 
one of my favorite ones from season one. I just like that one. Okay. So we got some good episodes coming up. Get excited, people. All right. But in the meantime, follow the show on Instagram at HML Slay Queen. Follow me on Instagram, the original, the queen, at Homo's Modern Life. And follow me at Andy from Boy Story. Mm-hmm. Get some merch. Cover your titties. Protect it from vampire crosses burning your skin. At HML Shop. Mm-hmm. Visit our beautiful website, homosmodernlife.com, mm-hmm. where you can check out our other podcasts. Yeah. Uh, uh, Homeless Modern Life, the original podcast. And HML Political Hookup. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot us an email. Yeah, at, well, home, not at, don't put an at in front of the email, <laughs> homosmodernlife at gmail.com. Don't we have one for just this show specifically? Sure. We don't remember what it is right now. I think it's... SlayQueenSlay at gmail.com. There we go. Maybe. That yeah. doesn't seem like that would have been available. No. Too easy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, we want to send us some money. DM us and we'll give you our Venmo handles. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're pandering for money. I just like money. You know? I would love money. Money, 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 money. You know what? You go to a drag show, you tip your queens. Mm-hmm. You come to a podcast, tip your podcast hosts. Yeah. Well, my phone is vibra- vibrating under my ass, so I think it's time to wrap. Fun. Bye. Bye. Slay, bitch. This has been a Homo's Modern Life production. 